Let's go to a great man. He's the head of the Catholic League, a guy that I love and Bernie really loved, and got very, very angry with Ed Shanahan at the New York Times. I was so happy to see this because I destroyed Ed Shanahan for days. Here he is, our good friend Bill Donahue. Bill, good morning. God bless. How are you? Very good. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I miss Bernie, as I know you do. What a wonderful man. And that despicable New York Times to thrash him uh, I, make me want to reach for the vomit bag. Yeah, no, me too. And, and I went right to Twitter that day. That came out on a Saturday morning, Bill, about two weeks ago. And I blasted this guy on Twitter for two consecutive days. And then my Monday morning show, I basically spent three hours uh, just destroying Ed K. Shanahan. That's his name. So it made me so happy to see, Bill, uh, what you wrote where you did the same. This guy basically spent that whole obituary talking about Rutgers. How you take a man who was so amazing and lived 64 years and define him by one morning about that Rutgers incident is beyond despicable. Well, you're absolutely right. But, you know, I want the listeners to know I've been tracking anti-Catholic rhetoric and behavior now for almost 30 years. And I have a list, a file so big on people like Bill Maher and others. And what they've said, they're so despicable. I put it in a, in a news release, just some example, John Stewart, Trevor Noah, Sarah Silverman, Jay Lerner. There's no end to them. And they've said things that are so obscene and so bigoted, it would make your head spin. Not a word from the New York Times about any of them. We went back and read what they said about George Carlin. Oh, he was brilliant, scathing social critic. Uh, of course, Howard Stern, he gets away with everything as well. What an incredible double standard. How dare they they seize on Bernie, who never had to engage in obscenities. Yeah, he was edgy. So what? That's radio talk show. We're, we're in New York, okay? And and that's, 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 that's the shtick. But the fact of the matter is, there wasn't a mean bone in his body any more than there was a mean bone in your body. And for somebody like Ed Shanahan to paint him that way, and the head of the old bit guy, William McDonald, I guess these are the so-called Irish Catholics who are mm. working over there at the New York Times. I know I've met many of those kind of Catholics. Uh, <laughs> these people really are incredible. They, they will tolerate the most, most damnable statements said about Catholics and not a word about anything. Bernie makes, makes one day a, a little flip remarks, uh, which, okay, fine. He apologized for it. You know what? Has any of these other guys apologized no. for what they've done? No. What the New York Times did, you could do that to anybody, but they only choose people on our side. In other words, comedians who don't make them laugh. You know what's uh, interesting, Bill, is that you're defining this as anti-Catholic. And, yeah, and Bernie was, of course, Christian, and uh, there's no question about that. But uh, me, I read it and I go, Ed Shanahan must be a liberal and this is a political thing because Bernie, of course, was a conservative and, and demolished everything the liberals lived for. So it's interesting you bring up the religious aspect. I never thought about that. I thought it was strictly political. But you think there's also some Catholic backlash, too. Well, let, let me be specific. What I'm saying is this. I've been tracking what these comedians, I just gave a list of them, have been saying for 30 years. They've engaged in anti-Catholic rhetoric. And the people who are upset about a, quote, racist remark— had the greatest of tolerance and sensitivity when it comes to anti-Catholic rants. So I think that's the backdrop there. I'm not saying that what motivated Shanahan was anti-Catholicism. What I'm saying is that he's not offended. The New York Times is not offended by anti-Catholicism. Indeed, I'll take it a step further. They contribute 
to mm. anti-Catholicism. Mm. Yeah. So they had, they're, they're very sensitive about some, some issues, but, but other demographic groups, boy, you can do what you want. I'll tell you what, I'll take it uh, beyond the Catholic anti-the bashing. And you know this, Bill, because you're about as smart as anybody I know. What did the New York Times do during World War II? They actually ran cover for Adolf Hitler. They wrote about 100 stories on the Holocaust and World War II, and in like two or three out of the 100 talked about the Jews being exterminated. That was it. They also ran cover for Stalin as well. So it's amazing to me that this paper, for so many years, was so respected, so revered. There were still morons in New York City walking around reading the New York Times when not just anti-Catholic but anti-Semitism, communists. I mean, they've done all this over the years. Well, let me just pick up what you said. Back in the 1930s, Walter Durante, the New York Times, he was over there watching the genocide of the Ukrainians under Stalin. He said, there are just a few problems with the revolution. It's basically going on well. In other words, he lied to the American people and to the world. <laughs> and then the other example, I've done research on this. You're absolutely right. I could be more specific. You know, how many editorials there were in the New York Times throughout the entire Holocaust, criticizing even mildly? Nine. Nine editorials wow. in the entire time it, it, while Hitler was raging. It's absolutely amazing. And you can go on and on and on. Herbert Matthews uh, claimed that Castro was just an agrarian reformer. Finally, Castro blew up and said, wait a minute, I'm a communist. I'm not an agrarian reformer. <laughs> I mean, these people are out to lunch on everything. And, of course, now they're big into the trans idea. Men can get pregnant. Critical race theory, which is based on the idea that all white people are racist. No, the New York Times has, uh, comes to the table with the, with, with the dirtiest hands in New York City. Let me take you to the St. Patrick's Day Parade, Bill. Of course, uh, you uh, have not gone the last couple of years because you made a very fair statement. Listen, if I can't wave my pro-life banner, why is it okay for the homosexual community to go to the parade and wave their banners? No one's ever given you a real solid answer to that question. So are you still at bay basically with the St. Patrick's Day folks? No, I'm done with it. Don't, I don't want people to misunderstand. I love St. Patrick, and I love the St. Patrick's Day Parade. I don't like the St. Patrick's Day Organize. These, these Irishmen who are running it, they're all in the pocket of the rich, and they don't care. They're just the elite. They're sucking up to them. And, you know, what's in is gay and trans and whatnot, and they will sell out. The average, average Irish Catholic, I'm waiting one of these days, they're going to get one of these trannies as, as, as the Grand Marshal. <laughs> uh, and and it's, all, it's, all, it's all based on money, WNBC, we had the parade and whatnot. Uh, no, I know these people, but I don't want people to think that I'm anti-St. Patrick's Day Parade. I love it. I don't like the organized. As usual, it's the ruling class, isn't it? It's the elite. Just like in the FBI. It's always not the, not the rank-and-file FBI person. It's the elite. It's the ruling class that we can't trust. And I will tell you that Bernard McGurk, again, we have our huge memorial coming up tomorrow. We hope you'll be there, Bill, 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., St. Patrick's Cathedral. We expect about 5,000 people to show up. Our fitting goodbye to Bernard. He was a very proud Irishman, very proud. We used to joke around. He would, you know, I'd be the Jew, he'd be the Irishman. But he was really upset with what you went through with the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And even Bernie, uh, to a little extent, uh, turned his back on that parade because of you. Well, I'll tell you, he was a great man and a, and, and a wonderful human being, a tremendous, uh, iconic person, as you are. And Thank when you. anybody would go after him or you, you're always going to have a friend in Bill Donahue here at the Catholic League. And when I said that in a video last week on YouTube, I stand by Bernie McGurk. I got to tell you, Bill, uh, Bernie told me about you 
When I first got to New York back in 2016, our first St. Patrick's Day together on the air, and he said, Sid, we got to get this guy Bill Donahue on. Uh, back then, it was before COVID, he used to come into the studio at uh, Madison Square Garden. Right. And it took me five minutes, Bill, five minutes to fall in love with you, and you have been a great friend for Bernie, for me these last six years, and just a tremendous guest. You are brilliant. So thank you for defending Bernard and me. Thank you for coming on today, and thank you for all you did over the years for Bernie. We both appreciate it. Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you, too. The great Bill Donahue, the head of the Catholic League, that is a really good man. That is a really good man. Bill Donahue, thank you so much. I've been hearing a lot about Lang Insurance. They sell luxury home insurance to high net worth individuals in all 50 states. Call Kevin Lang at Lang Insurance. Call 866-964-4434. He's an expert in reviewing your current coverage to save money, leaving you with your current insurance company or moving you to a less expensive one. Clients rave about his skills. You call, they quote, you save. That's 866-964-4434 or just visit langins.com. 